Hello, hello, hello. These are your hosts, Satir and Tapan, and this is Cold Brew Money. We are talking about money because your friends and family won't. Before we start today's episode, as always, if you like Cold Brew Money, hit the subscribe button. You can also review us on Apple Podcast. It goes a long way. How are you doing, Atit? Good, good. How are you? Uh, I'm good. I read your newsletter today. You finished trillion dollar coach. Yeah, I'm. I'm halfway through. But uh, I'm liking it a lot. It's pretty okay. interesting. And so it's a good uh, leadership book for anyone who's interested in becoming like a good leader who's right now in a managerial position. Uh, it's it's a it's a fantastic book. I didn't know about. So the book is about Bill Campbell, uh, William mm-hmm. Campbell. Uh, he was a high school football coach, a failed high school football coach. and then uh, he basically ruined uh, the football team it was a great football team and then they lost terribly and he was not getting a job as a football coach in any of the other schools so he moved uh, to silicon valley and started mm-hmm. working with all the early like you know uh, technology companies like kodak and all the old school technology companies and then okay. he found uh, steve jobs and apple started working with, uh, with apple and then you know he got in touch with a lot of these uh, silicon valley executives uh, who like he's been a mentor to uh, of course steve jobs uh, uh, all the google guys uh, larry page sergey brin even sundar pichai um, tim cook also was uh, like he mentored him also in early days of apple so yeah it's fascinating oh wow i had no idea so because his old thing didn't work out he completely switched directions and that worked out Yeah so he whatever he learned in football he applied to uh, a technology uh, company and that's hmm. that's where he is his unique selling point was and he he transformed like it, it didn't work on the football field but it worked well in the boardrooms cool cool i think we rambled a lot for <laughs> just about books so we can start with the today's episode and it's all about moats we will discuss what are moats why are they important and what are different kinds of moats uh and moats as a term i had no idea <laughs> what they are and atit uh, talked to me about moats and that's when i did some research um so atit what are moats so uh, moats uh, was basically popularized by warren buffett uh, it's 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 an analogy where uh, you know the old castles the mm-hmm. castles were built in a way where it would have some sort of like a physical barrier uh, for yeah. the invaders uh, to to be you know it protects itself from all the invaders so it could be like a huge lake around the castle or it could be a huge wall um, like if you uh, think of uh, you know the great wall of china right they they built that so that all the uh, barbaric invaders couldn't enter china Uh, if you think of Seagard Fort, right, the movie that came out recently, Tanaji, I think that also mm-hmm. had like a huge. It was built in a way uh, where it was very difficult for uh, that fort to be captured by the yeah. by like a- enemies, right? Uh, and yeah. obviously, the Eerie from Game of Thrones that apparently has never been captured. So you want mm-hmm. your businesses to have these moats, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and there are like different types of moats. Um, these are basically competitive advantages that uh, creates long term effect a uh, long term uh, advantages for your company and your competitors would not be able to attack 
Okay, so all the all the videos that I've seen online uh, about like whenever you search modes, like uh, the Hollywood kind of a set comes into like it is shown in most of the videos where there's a fort and there is a water body around it and like yeah. they say that uh, they are basically protecting the fort so they cannot, as you said, they cannot physically go there. But um, like the way you explain that. Uh, in terms of investing it will be something some form of an advantage that is very difficult to overcome for competition so like these modes are they built in place like when you start a company or like they are built over time as the company stays right so it depends on the kind of mode some modes are, will take time to build uh, some of mm-hmm. them are right out of the mm-hmm. gate so uh, let's let's dive into like different types of modes and we can talk about which modes takes longer to create than the others yep. right so there are uh, five main types of modes uh, that mm-hmm. i came across um, mm-hmm. it's brand mode switching okay. cost mode uh, toll bridge mode intellectual property mode and pricing mode okay so brand mode right it's a, it's one of the that that takes a long period of time to build right it's it's the most and it, it is the most powerful type of mode right it, it okay. is a combination of quality trust social status and all of those right every time you open a coke bottle you know what taste you're going to get every time you buy an uh, apple iphone you know what you're going to get so those are the those are that's brand mode that's coke has the strongest brand across the world like you go to london you go to india you go to uh, pittsburgh it's the same same taste that you will get across the world so that that's the brand of coke brand modes are usually like across countries or like one country if i'm thinking reliance like is it mm-hmm. a brand mode Sure, Reliance uh, particular product could be a brand mode like Geo. You know, like you're okay. going to get uh, bang for your buck, right? Like, uh, it's, yeah. It's, so yes, sort of. Yeah. If you talk about Indian products like Fevicol, right? That's a brand mode. Oh, Pedalite's okay. Fevicol. Uh, oh, you know that okay. it is going to work. You don't even know who the competitor is. Like uh, Band Aid, right? It's Johnson and <laughs> Johnson's Band Aid. The product yeah. became became the name of the the thing. Um, partly like Xerox in India. <laughs> Xerox, yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Photo photocopies being, yeah, yeah. It had a great brand mode. So these yeah. these are the ones where where uh, it basically is so strong that uh, that has become a category of its own. The product has become the category. So like, uh, and you said like it takes time to build. So I was recently reading about uh, Lindy effect. I think it, I don't mm. know if you've read about it. So. the more time a product or a company or a technology stays like in future it will stay for that much time as well i don't know if that makes sense so basically if a technology like spoon which has been there for like thousands of years so it will remain for thousands of years so yeah that is oh, one okay. of actually one of the mental model that i apply for while investing in companies so like if yeah. it's an older company like 10 year old company there's a very high chance that it will remain uh, in business for another 10 years yeah exactly so the example they gave was uh, i think it was uh, in no ibm i think uh, because ibm started such a long time back and it has sustained all the market competition for such a long time it will remain for that much time more for sure yeah. and i think i read it in uh, anti fragile by nasim talib i think he 
popularized mm. it cool what's the next kind of a mode then so switching cost right uh, yeah. that uh, is basically um, it's very difficult to switch to a competitor even mm-hmm. when your competitors are efficient or they're less expensive right it's it, basically your your company has so much uh, it could be data in this you know right now like as we live in information age uh, it could be so much data you have your personal data or your business data in one company uh, or in mm-hmm. one architecture that it's very difficult to switch to uh, another set of you know like another uh, competitors uh, business so like ibm main, mainframe computers right like all the banks in us mostly uh, although it is changing now but for years have been using this mm-hmm. uh, ibm uh, mainframe. mainframe yeah and yeah. although like if they switch to aws or amazons or any of the cloud computing uh, you know services it would be much less expensive like fraction of the cost probably um and it would be much more efficient much more faster it would be better for the consumers everything but but because it is so difficult to transition from uh, ibm mainframe because the data is since like 1970s or 80s whenever it first came out they have all mm-hmm. the data in there so it's very difficult to switch to uh, another thing so like if we take an example like personally right uh, if bank accounts like once you set up a bank account it's very difficult to trans- uh, change your bank account at least in india i've i've seen like if you have a bank account with hdfc or one of the national banks you're like ha chal raha hai rehne do why do you want to switch wapas ab form yeah. sign karna padega and all the procedures you have to go through all of that again um, another yeah. example is gmail right all your mails or your information is uh, on there uh, all all the important conversation is on there now if you want to change to like microsoft's uh, email service or some other email service it's it's going to be take some time like you either have to maintain two accounts now or uh, you you basically can't port over uh, all of the changes suddenly iphone okay and can we Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Can we say like a company embedding themselves into a person's life like being part of an ecosystem can be a switching cost most like uh, people have MacBooks and iPhones and iPad and Apple Watch and like at that point it is very difficult for them to leave that ecosystem so that could be a switching cost most as well, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's a very strong if you can find a place in a consumer's daily life that gives you a lot of uh, advantages itself yesterday only i was writing an article about like uh, i was finishing my network effect series right and in that mm. the one of the strongest network effects is the strongest defensibility but like once a company has network effects it can like try to get into different defensibilities and then embedding like embedding was one of them and like they talked about how salesforce and oracle how they are like embedded into workplaces and it's so difficult for people and companies to leave those systems that uh, they continue earning from that and i guess that's like similar to yeah. what we are talking right now about switching costs yeah yeah absolutely it's like uh, status quo right it's very difficult to change things if ho raha to hone do you know mm. things stay in motion if it is in motion so yeah it takes uh, if you can if your company or your product or your business has something which is a part of everyone's daily life or has some sort of advantage where it is difficult for your consumer or your uh, you know uh, your client to move to a different platform 
uh, that's a that's a great advantage like nice. uh, and 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 more softer uh, switching cost would be like spotify or uh, you know youtube recommendations like spotify knows you so much and the algorithm is personalized for you so much that you might want you might think a lot before switching to like a youtube premium or some apple music or some other music service although it it is easier to break than the old you know like the ones that we spoke about earlier like gmail and iphone and all but uh, those yeah. are the newer ones that are forming yeah even facebook yeah. and twitter right like your your whole social gathering is there you've you've spent years of your effort building that network you don't want to switch over or you don't want to close it out or it yeah, takes a facebook, long time before you do that mm-hmm. exactly like facebook for me at this point is just like for birthday reminders but <laughs> i will i don't think I mean, so instagram I'm yeah but i, went, I don't like, think so i'm going to actively go in facebook and deactivate my account like at this point right. everyone in the world needs like it's taken that you have a facebook account right right so yeah that's switching cost basically very difficult okay. to move away from your your product or your company's services okay what's what's the next one next is the toll bridge mode mm-hmm. okay so these are basically like uh, monopolistic businesses maybe like two or three players are in the whole sector um and most of these are like utility sectors which are around for a long period of time and basically a lot of consolidation has happened and now there are like hardly any players left in the in the whole sector so like a mm. uh, toll bridge literally if you think of uh, bandra world ceiling right yeah. uh, there is an alternative but that's going to take you 2 hours to reach from point A to point B. If you use Pandora Worldly Ceiling it'll take you like what 30 minutes 40 minutes. So that is and and you'll you'll pay a little extra uh but it'll it'll save you on time. So that is the idea behind it. Where there are alternatives that exist uh but uh, the your your alternative is the the service that you offer is the best because it saves a lot of time. Um and even the alternative is so bad so bad that uh, it's it's better to pay you and then use your your whatever you're offering so uh, to give an example burlington northern railroad is like the largest railroad uh, in us uh, basically mm-hmm. through like 1900s uh, consolidation happened 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 and now there's like only two railroad networks in across us like the whole huge land of you know i don't know 5000 6000 miles uh there are only mm. two railroad network and burlington northern is one of them and you know who owns that uh, uncle who? warren buffet so seriously he, he, yeah he saw that uh, this is like no a lot of goods are being transported through railroads still it is still the best most efficient way of transfer and the low cost way of uh, moving goods and you have to pay him right it's a toll he is going to collect your toll whenever you want to move your product from uh, west uh, you know w- whatever new york to chicago you pay him uh, it's like playing person. monopoly right <laughs> oh yeah that's what it's a monopolistic business it's these are like comcast right like or reliance for that matter uh, reliance electricity or reliance geo like there's hardly any anyone left that you can go to um like in us at least it's structured in a way where the whole city or like whole area whole states are divided in a way where you can't get any other internet provider other than like comcast or verizon uh there there are very small very few small players left so yeah that is that's an example of a toll bridge mode where kaha jaoge yeah fair 
Okay. Next one you said was intellectual property mode, right? Yeah, intellectual property. So these are like soft, uh, soft modes where you mm-hmm. can't really physically touch them or um, you know, like you can't see them. These are like patents or research scientists that are being recruited by these uh, organizations. Who's going to produce some sort of research that will pay off in the long run? Or patents that pro- protect other competitors to build your service, right? Like pharma companies, they have huge long-term patents on medicines. Like only they will produce certain type of medicine. I think like uh, uh, insulin, yeah, Pfizer, Eli Lilly, all the big pharma. So even this coronavirus, uh, although it is for the humanity uh, stuff, so whoever invents the vaccine will probably patent it and then anyone who is manufacturing will have to pay certain sort of percentage to whoever owns the patent which if, if you look at google apple they file like hundreds of patents every single day they have an army of lawyers and engineers whose job yeah. is just to think of ideas which are not which have not been patented yet a uh, very difficult uh, mode to build because you need yeah. to attract those kind of scientists uh, uh, and you need to have those engineers who can think of things which are not which have not been patented yet okay. and the last and one and then yeah the last one the pricing mode the what pricing is that? mode yeah that is uh, uh, the ability to produce goods or services at a very low cost right uh, reliance has been doing that since its initiation like uh, they, they basically economies of scales scale help them to yeah. lower the prices uh, and give the goods lower than what their competitors are selling the goods for like walmart is a great example it's so big it's so big i think it's the largest employer yeah walmart can produce whatever you give them they will uh, produce it for a lesser price than what you're selling for so same would be true for dmart in india yeah probably like, i don't know what dmart does but yeah 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 it, it is way cheaper big. than other like uh, your corner store corner stores or like other stores dmart is way cheaper in that sense okay but yeah, it does not produce its own goods it um, like it, it could be supply chain like, yeah it yeah, could yeah, be supply yeah. chains which is helping them it could be a number of factors basically it it is able to provide the goods for a lower cost without losing uh, money a lot of money at mm-hmm. least like amazon right in early days everything was uh, cheap uh, uh, on their website like then any of the retailers would sell that thing for but they were losing money but at the same time they were gaining market share so i think that worked for them they had a huge pricing mode after a point it became a no brainer that obviously this is going to be uh, cheaper on amazon let's just order it from them so they built a whole habit of buying you know getting people to buy online making sure it is uh, you know people are not afraid of uh, paying using their credit cards and all everything on the internet so they they paid a price for that by selling it for a uh, very low price but eventually they gained a lot of market share and now it's uh, you know in the top 5 companies but yeah so okay. that is basically a pricing mode where you price out your okay. competitors and then like there one company can be like different kinds of mode like they can be multiple kinds like if i'm thinking amazon it can become a brand mode if it continues this way but at the same time it will be a pricing mode as well yeah of course of course i mean again okay. these are uh, these are art than science right uh, these are more yeah. more uh, you you play around with it these are like conceptual framework or framework that you use 
to evaluate there's no exact science to any of these but yeah uh, uh, one company could have multiple modes for sure just like i think yeah. apple checks all of them they have a pricing mode on the other end like they they would increase the prices you were still buy people will still buy it because it has such a huge uh, brand mode uh, where uh, people are, are fine paying it switching cost also like there there so it's so difficult to switch to another ecosystem once you're embedded it in they have huge number of uh, intellectual property that they keep filing every day there's like a whole site mac rumors which look at apple's patent filing because patents are public uh, you know documents so they would look at yeah. just their patent filings and uh, make predictions what is going to be the next product that apple is going to launch and then that is read by all the investors and analysts to predict what the stock price will be or what their earnings will be in the next 3 years 5 years whatever so yeah um, it's a whole then even toll bridge uh, like icloud i pay for icloud because they have like i have so much data with them uh and yeah. i don't know how to transfer it to another you know like a google drive or whatever like even google drive is paid after a certain point so you have to pay there's there's no alternative really uh, and then because you're part of the ecosystem you're all it's also switching cost mode yeah so there you go <laughs> so, it, it checks like all the all the brand and that is why it's the number one company in the world right now yeah and you 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 said before like it was your first investment ever so this was the reason that you invested in apple Uh, no but it turned out to be the reason like i didn't even know when i invested in apple like i read uh, i wrote a, a post about it recently on my newsletter but uh-huh. uh, the reason i invested in apple was because i just loved the iphone 7 you know one of my friend was using it and i saw like it has a great product and i'm like okay if i'm going to invest my hard and money i might as well invest in this company and then i also made few mistakes like i invested in movie pass you know like i don't mm-hmm. know if people remember in 2018 it was like a huge disaster like you 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 would pay like 6 7 dollars uh, and you could see how many movies you want like there's no limit uh, you can watch you can go every single day and watch uh, a movie yeah so uh, that that there's this uh, and the hype was high like uh, you know it was capturing all the market share people are signing up they had so many users and their their pitch was that we have so much data uh, on users h- how they are watching we can pred- we can sell this data to all the other uh, companies right we know their consumer habits and when they watch uh, movies what time they go to the movies how many people go to the movies and all of that that was basically their spiel uh, that this is our moat we have this moat where the data that we have is unique and no one has that uh, thing but it turned out to be a very fake moat like that that data is very difficult to monetize it's not a special data and that company quickly went out of business uh, so yeah. yeah i lost some money amc there. yeah amc yeah. was able to come up with their own passes and things like that yeah amc a list i think and people love it yeah. the movie goers they they love it like they they pay uh, i think it's like 20 dollars or 17 dollars i i was a a list yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah, I was part of the community. I I was a lister. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So, how did you how do the listeners learn about modes and like how did you learn about modes? So, I I looked at uh, you know, I was just reading about Warren Buffett and everything that he's done and like if you if you uh, want to be a value investor like Warren Buffett, you you could listen to any of the 
annual meetings of Berkshire Hathaway uh, by Warren Buffett. Like it's available on YouTube, on podcasts, everywhere. Like it's available for free. There's a great documentary also by HBO on Warren Buffett. That is where I first came across uh, what a moat is. Like, and he explains it in a very, very uh, great, you know, interesting manner. So I think that's a great starting point. Just go look up uh, Warren Buffett HBO documentary, and it's it's a good one hour spent. Like I would promise you, you will learn something that you didn't know uh, learn before. I I still revisit it like once in a while, you know, because there are so many interesting uh, things that he talks mm. about. Um, and also psychology of misjudgment uh, lecture by Charlie Munger, another great one hour spent of your life. Um, that he talks about all the psychological uh, biases that you can use exploit to create moat for your company um, and then investopedia also has a great is a another great starting point for anyone who likes to read um, and they have like a great article on economic modes and i think they explain many more modes than what we covered today mm-hmm. so that that is also a great starting point for anyone who's looking to read more about what modes are I think uh, that was a good episode. So t- today we covered like different kinds of modes and I am just trying to summarize based on what I've listened today. So yeah. like there's a brand mode which takes long not, like long amount of time to build but it's a very strong mode companies like Coke, Fevicol in India uh, like those are brand modes then switching cost modes they embed the products businesses embed themselves into your life so it's very difficult to switch to a competitor and in today's world because they might also have your data so gmail iphone and recently i think spotify was the example then the hmm. toll bridge mode which was like they have a monopoly over um the business and there are just two or three companies in that sector so burlington northern railroad was an example that you gave i think then intellectual property mode which was patents and uh, royalties from patents so most of the pharma company like pfizer they must be doing this and then pricing mode pricing mode is uh, economies of scale so ability to produce at a lower cost such as uh, walmart or amazon in early days so and then if anyone wants to know more about modes they can always go to investopedia listen to warren buffet's speeches there's a documentary on hbo and also the psychology of misjudgment by charlie munger and even if you don't want to understand about modes just go and listen to the psychology of human misjudgment by charlie munger because it's a very interesting video uh, yeah. so that was it for this episode Again if you like uh, Cold Brew Money please subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcast share it with your friends um, it helps us a lot these are your hosts Atit and Tapan and this is Cold Brew Money yeah and before we we uh, sign off uh, we also are on Twitter now at Cold Brew Money so please follow us and i think we are there on Instagram also right what's the handle Tapan uh, it's Cold Brew Money as well right so please uh, do follow us uh, we might be posting like small uh, summaries of the episodes and uh, share articles that we found across the internet that we find are interesting thank you for listening bye